three coffees that I had. Normally, golden rule, two. I've had four, at least five maybe coffees today, and I feel like I'm doing that thing where you know when you swing flaming balls around you? <laughs> yeah. What's that called? Uh, juggling balls. I don't think that's juggling balls. Basically, what we're saying is, as you head into tonight's podcast, thanks for downloading, we're both on it. We are absolutely on it. Have a listen to this. You're going to love it. Look at you with your flaming balls. Thanks very much. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Bush and Richie here on Hometime. We're using up all our good songs. What's going on? What a start to the show. Can we keep this going? Still the no repeat guarantee. If you want to get in touch tonight, all you got to do is drop us a text, 8 12 15. That's ACDC. About to confess to something that I think will make me one of the most hated men on the radio, certainly for the next 50 minutes or so. Oh, blimey. <laughs> is this Arsenal related? No, it's not. It's not, it's not, it's not sports or football related. Uh, it's weather related. I came out of the house today, wasn't quite prepared uh, for the onslaught of rain, certainly that we've experienced here in London over the last uh, four or five hours. It's horrible. Wasn't prepared. Very unlike me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen very often. I can a lot of weather forecasts. Also, you've had your hair cut today. I have. So you've risked flattening down what would have been a lovely Crawford job that the person's done as well. Yeah, all the sharpness is gone. See, isn't it? And the big hair that was there isn't there to soak up the rain anymore. He'd have blow-dried that and he's wasted his time, hasn't he? So anyway, I get off the train and obviously by this point it's it's hosing it down. I haven't got a brolly with me. So I went into uh, a, a high street chain store mm-hmm. and bought what I would describe... <laughs> I would describe as a burner umbrella. Yes. So you know how you have this concept of having like a, a, a burner phone? Certainly criminals appear to when I watch TV programmes. They have burner phones. They'll use them once and then chuck them in a bin so no one can track them. And those burner phones have to be foldable phones so you can snap them the other way. Yeah, generally very, very cheap. <laughs> burner phone. I bought a burner brolly. Okay. So I kind of thought, I've got, I've got loads of golfing brollies at home. I hadn't brought one in with me. Okay. So I thought, right, I'm going to get one of these burner brollies. <laughs> it cost me about four quid. Four pounds for a burner brolly. <laughs> Are they four... advertised as burner brollies? Or no, they're, they're just... not. No, they're just sort of like hanging by a point of sale by the tills. Okay. I don't think they're meant to be burner items, and this is why I'm probably going to be hated for this statement. But I bought it. I walked to where I need... <laughs> needed to go, and um, I have discarded it. Wow, so you've just thrown it away by the roadside. No, 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 it's in the bin. It's in the bin. It's but, in the bin. But you, you've just, rather than take it home and maybe get a couple of uses out of it, you've just, like, chucked it. I don't need it at home. I've got about five brollies. Who the hell do you think you are? The million-dollar <laughs> man? Well, no, it's, it's not meant to be an act of decadence. It cost four pounds. You could pay for a burger that's more expensive than that these days. Did it give you a little buzz when you chucked it, knowing that you just think, well, ah, forget that, I'll, I'll go and get oh, another no, one no, tomorrow? No, in fairness, no, I didn't get a kick out of it, but... <laughs> a kick out of it. <laughs> but... Um, I did... Uh, there is a certain shame to it, but I guess I will admit it was a burner brolly. But I think other people must have items like this. Well, my brother uh, brought the wrong suit to a family do in Liverpool about four or five years ago. You can't ago. have a burner suit. He had surely. to buy a burner suit because he brought his old student. You know, the, at the end of university, you, you might have like a big leaving party thing up in a field with live music. And yeah. He had mud all over the knees or whatever. He brought that suit accidentally rather than his normal pinstripe. Had to go into town and get himself a fancy Ciro Satirio special. <laughs> Never used it again. Again, it's a burner suit. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 burner items. Back next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, their tariff promise means no price hikes mid-contract, giving you peace of mind. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. I confessed earlier to buying what I describe as a burner brolly. 
Uh, I'm not quite getting the amount of hatred that I thought I was going to get, so that's always a bonus. I think people are down with it. They understand what it's like. That's, <laughs> I think they're sold. These these brollies are the ones that are sold for dead cheap next to tills because the people know what the score with this kind of thing. Do you well, know what I mean? Carol Anna's tweeted saying, because I paid four quid for mine, uh, Carol Anna said, you could have got your burner brolly for a quarter of that amount. Poundland sell them. Really? If there was one nearby, I would have gone in and done that. Do you know what? If, if, I, if I knew that they were that amount of money, I would just have a belt made with about 15 <laughs> burner brollies around it. Just hand them out like Oprah does, like at the end of the show. You yeah. have a burner brolly. You have a burner brolly. Uh, we're having uh, a bit of an issue with some fella texting in saying, look, all right, it's just burn, not burner. It's a burn phone. It's not. It's not burn phone. When I've watched uh, Hunted on Channel 4, yeah. they call them burner phones all the time. I've seen that. Yeah, but listen, mate, if you went into the spy community and started going around calling it a burn phone, You'd be laughed out of there. <laughs> laughed out of there, mate. Does it, oh, sorry, it raises the question. Look, it's not just phones. It's not just bullies. There's other items out there. So let's yeah. just compile this burner or burn list. Uh, Dazza the plasterer says, buckets from Wix, one pound. Why should I clean them? That's a good point. <laughs> I like that idea. Chuck it on a pile with a, your burner brolly. A burner bucket. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. My little scam of buying a burner brolly earlier on this afternoon is beginning to go down badly here. I've had a text saying that TSB give away free umbrellas. TSB? Yeah, you call them TSB? Hey? I think they do, don't they? What else? Oh, they Lloyd, isn't it Lloyd's? No, they separated again without getting into finance news. Really? Yeah, I think TSB are a separate entity. They should have told me. <laughs> you haven't got an account with them, have you? I have. <laughs> I just don't know who we're with now. Oh, we can go and claim your free umbrella and then give it to me on a rainy day. Uh, red flag for Michael from Ellesmere Port, who's been texting us about burner girlfriends, and Richard, who's gone on about burner pants. You're both on your final oh, warning. Oh, dear. Deary me. They're always the same, aren't they? Uh, Tracy has a burner item for us. Tracy, hello. What we got? Hello, um, I've got a burner uh, pop-up tent that was a temporary loo at the <laughs> right. Isle of Wight last year. Wow, <laughs> how OK. Does, how does that work then? Explain the theory behind that. Well, so me and my friend were going to the Isle of Wight, but we uh, we need to use the loo a lot, so we had a bit of a panic about using their loos. So mm-hmm. we thought if we bought a kid's pop-up tent... Um, we could go in there and have those little bags called pee balls that you wee into and then it goes hard and you can throw them away. Oh, that so is so we, horrific. We, we, we bought a kid's pop-up tent. We did We did a bit of a dry run on a dog walk to see if we could get in and out. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then, mate. Um, and then we, um, we got to the Isle of Wight and, um, yeah, we, we got a bit scared about using it. <laughs> Wow. A sacrificial tent. Little tiny toilet inside a children's tent. You'd pay uh, 600 quid a month for that in London for rent. (laughs) Unbelievable. Well, I'm glad I brought up about the old burner brollies. Thank you very much, Tracy. There you go. Peace of mind with no nasty bill surprises. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. The no repeat guarantee. Accumulator. So look, we are the home of the No Repeat Guarantee. We play more music. We don't ever repeat a song. Nine in the day, Berry Breakfast Show, to 5pm, home time with us. Uh, we now also give you the chance to win lots of cash. Today it's £2,000. Uh, we're going to call one of you back and try and give away the cash. Remember, you need to answer the phone within five rings and know today's featured artist. Let's call the person who's been randomly selected. Best of luck.
with Ring of Doom. I can't believe it. I really felt there was a slight delay there and I thought that person might be picking up, but no, they probably just dived across the lounge and missed it. This is the first time, I believe, in a week and I feel a little bit sad inside. What happens now? Do we share the cash between us? <laughs> Do we? If only we'd worded the terms and conditions that way. That is not what happens. How many burner phones is that? It's loads, isn't it? <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of burner phones, bollies, and indeed tents and toilets. Uh, look, let's cut to the chase. It's good news for you guys because it's a rollover. It now means there's £4,000 to be won tomorrow. Wow. Uh, if you enter today, you're still in the draw. Uh, if you didn't win today, you might be lucky tomorrow. Well, obviously you didn't win today because no one's won today. So listen to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, and you will hear the name of tomorrow's featured artist for four grand. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Listen, if you know me, you know that I love video games. I've loved video games back since when my dad bought me and my brother a BBC Electron back in the day. Oh, that's way back. Old school. You know, back in the days you'd have to load a tape for half an hour just yeah. to play two minutes of Batman, get killed and reload it again or whatever. <laughs> so, and I've played video games ever since, but my entire video gaming life, I've always been adamant that I would never, ever play a Super Mario game. Really? Well, just them plumbers with their little moustaches and hats. That's, that's, that's quite some ruling for a massive game. Well, I like kind of dark, realistic games, like Dark Souls and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? And I've got no time for, you know, uh, Italian-looking plumbers jumping around with dungarees on headbutting coins and then... Yeah, but back in the day, oh. surely you weren't always... In... Were you a dark child? I, I, I like the kind of more realistic type <laughs> stuff. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I bought Murder Casebook, Richie. We've, we've talked about this on the show before. But I've always been out I mean, even back in the day when Mario Kart was a thing and, and when we were at university on the Nintendo 64, I used to just sit there and drink lager and think, what the hell are you lot doing? I love Mario Kart. So I've been banging on about this for ages. No way, Mario, not in a million years. However, the weekend just gone, uh, we were a really big family do and my nine-year-old daughter was so bored, I caved in, did some terrible parenting and bought her Super Mario Odyssey and I ended up playing the game on the way home on the Nintendo Switch on the train and I love it. <laughs> Wow. So I absolutely, I can't stop playing it. And, and I've had to pause my football manager career to play Super Mario Odyssey. This is a huge turnaround. It's a massive, it's a massive U-turn. Does it not make you look back on part of your life with regret and think of all the fun times you could have had at the Grand Prix or just playing the original game? Yeah, chasing Wario, whatever his name is around. Wario. It. Wario. So I feel really, really bad. And it's something that I've definitely been wrong on. And that's why I just wanted us to talk about at this point on the show... What have you been wrong on? What have you been against your entire life? Banged on about it, and then you ended up trying it, doing it, or whatever, and it was actually all right, and now you feel bad. Do you know what? I have to chuck in that avocado. Avocado? <laughs> You've been against avocado? Have and you? for the first time at the weekend, I'm 41. <laughs> what, <laughs> what format? Did you just scoop it I out with your hands? No, 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 no. I, it was introduced to me on cheese on toast. Really? It's, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're doing, like, solids and weaning for our daughter at the moment. I imagine your wife, Natalie, having to feed it to you like that. It's pretty much what happened. And, and then it, you've, uh, up until that point, I liked said it. not in I've years. had it again since. And do you know what? It, on a computer gaming kind of thing here, it's opened up guacamole now. It's unlocked a new level. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> guacamole level unlocked. So I was always wrong on avocado. I'll hold my hands up. What have you been wrong on? 8, 12, 15, a text the show. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Nova Kane for the soul. 
Eels on Absolute Radio 90s, which is back tomorrow at five. It's Bush and Ritchie. It's home time on Absolute Radio. So come on then, what have you done a U-turn on? I've had to admit that I was completely wrong about Super Mario games, refused to play in my entire life until I ended up playing my nine-year-old daughter's Nintendo Switch at the weekend. Now I'm uncontrollably hooked. You know, I used to be embarrassed about playing it on the train. I thought, if someone sees me, 43-year-old bloke, playing Super Mario Odyssey or whatever, what are they going to think? Now I don't even care. Do you know what? I think what we have to recognise here as well is it, it takes a big person to hold your hands up and say, I was wrong. Yes, brave thing to do, isn't it? So, look, if you want to get in touch with us, you don't have to give us your name, but I would like to salute Nigel Chapman, who said Guinness. Wow. Well, I think both of us would like to think we were in there at the beginning, well, or, or when we could. Early adopters. You know, early adopters. Look at the state of us. We're but, early adopters. But look, Nigel, respect to you for saying, you know, there was a time in your life when you were wrong. You're in on it now. That's good. But the thing is, when you start looking back at stuff that you've always been dead against, even though you've not really tried it and you haven't given it a chance, it makes you start looking at everything else. Like, I've, never, I've never touched real ale with a barge pole. For the same reason, like as he's probably never touched Guinness. And you still haven't. I've never touched it. Hey, we're on tour next week, my friend. Uh, it could be a slippery slope. I'll introduce you to all sorts. I- I'm a little bit worried by that statement. <laughs> With Tesco Mobile, their tariff promise means no price hikes mid-contract, giving you peace of mind. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Reg in Essex, this is a big one. He says Pizza Hut. Uh, Reg goes on to say, I have boycotted them uh, since uh, the Gareth Southgate and Stuart Pearce advert. So we're talking back in the mid-90s. The missed penalty advert. My nine-year-old son begged me to overturn my ban. Oh, how I had missed the salad bar for 27 long years. Oh, welcome back with open arms, I'm sure. (laughs) Takes a big man, Reg. It really does. It's a brave thing to do. Let's speak to Phil. Phil, what do you do you turn on? For years, I wondered why people had uh, waffles for a, a pudding and re- realising that they didn't actually mean potato waffles. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so you were Adam and you never have like, anything to do with a waffle for a pudding. Now what's happened? Well, when did it all change for you? Well, I've been married for a second time and my, my, my wife said, well, why don't you just eat waffles? They're a fantastic pudding. I just thought, potato waffles, why would you do that? And just light bulb moment that it's actually a, a, a real thing made made for a dessert and now obviously converted clotted cream, chocolate, syrup you name it, goes on it. Now, Phil, I, I don't want to blow your mind too much in, in just one day, but can I put to you waffles for breakfast? Let me just put something Whoa. theoretically on a plate in front of you. You okay? sat down, Phil, you sat down. I am indeed. Belgian waffle, not your potato waffle. Belgian waffle, all no. right? No, I know. Very, no, I very, know. very crispy bacon. Fried egg no. on top of that. Drizzled maple syrup. Whoa, Phil, how do you even compute that one? <laughs> and I work in IT and I don't get that. <laughs> Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Uh, we're just asking you, what have you done a U-turn on? Is there something you've railed against all your life, then tried it and suddenly you like it again? Uh, Game of Thrones from Joe in Kent. Absolutely refused to watch it. Adamantly proclaimed that it wasn't something I'd ever see myself being interested in. After watching a mere few episodes, mm. went on to binge the whole thing within a week, start to finish. See, I, I'm still close to maybe watching it. I've always... <laughs> I don't like the idea 
start. It. You just need to start. Time is running out now because the maths didn't look very good in terms of how many did I have to watch a day uh, to get up to speed before the final series starts. Mm-hmm. I guess now I'm pretty hard pushed. No, no. Only if you did it a couple a day, you've still you've got a journey in. You've got a journey home. This I think it's still doable. How often do dragons appear in it? That's the question I've got. <laughs> the further <laughs> the further it gets in, <laughs> the what the more the dragons appear. They're integral. Are they? Okay. Uh, What's your problem with dragons? Just, dragons. Dragons in a... Like, what if people see me on the tube and I'm watching dragons? It's a big show. Sue in Dorking says, owning a cat. I've been moaning to my brother-in-law about cats for years, then let my kids have one, and now I love it. <laughs> and then this text says, uh, my dad's jokes, they're not actually that bad. And it's from Caitlin Firth. Right, that needs to stop. <laughs> Unbelievable. Time with Bush and Richie. Peace of mind with no nasty bill surprises. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Bush and Richie on Home Time Absolute Radio. REM's Neil Wild Heaven. We're embarking on a mission. It's to find the nation's best fish and chip shop. It is the Home Time Chip Shop Tour with Malden Salt. Entries are in. Uh, we will be setting off on tour next week, uh, sampling the finest fish and chips this great nation has to offer. It is our Home Time Chip Shop Tour with Malden Salt. All good food starts with a pinch. Uh, Every day this week we are unveiling a finalist, the final five chippies that we're going to go and visit next week when we go on our tour. Uh, Last night we unveiled Edinburgh, so we'll be there on Monday next week. Uh, Where will we be this time next week? It's an honour to have on the phone right now from Downey's Chip Shop in Seaham near Sunderland. It's Gordon. How are you doing, Gordon? Hello there. How are you? We're good, Gordon, and we are really looking forward to seeing you. Well, I guess it'll be, yeah, be a, a, a week today. It'll be my debut in Seam. I've never been there before. Tell us about Seam. Oh, Seam, it's a coastal town. It's um, right up on the sea where we are. You can see the seaside from it, and it's uh, it's got a grand history of the mining when the mining uh, mines were busy here, you know, so it's a great seaside little town. I don't want to offend anyone here or go down a football uh, side of things um, because I'm not sure what your affiliation is, but if I close my eyes, I could be listening to Sir Bobby Robson. <laughs> really? <laughs> you, 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 you are, are okay a voice alike. No, but I would class that as an honour. Oh, <laughs> the man is a legend. Well, you've had a load of nominations for your chip shop, Gordon. It's brilliant. We can't wait to come and sample your fish and chips. If if we were to, if you were to pick one item that you do that you think is the best, what would it be? Well, the traditional fish and chips. That's what we were well known for. You know, the fish and chips, our own batter, and the the quality of stuff that we give and. The effort, and we really try, that's all. And you're actually on the front, according to uh, uh, Laura, who's nominated you. So uh, we're we're Ah. kind of thinking that uh, actually to eat fish and chips with the sea in view probably will add to the taste. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I would like to think so, but no, I think it's uh, the way we cook it. Okay, and one of the big things that we've had come back about uh, your fish and chip shop is how nice the staff are to the customers. Is that thing you pride yourselves on at Downey's? Very much so. We're a family-run business, uh, so, you know, we do work alongside the staff. And, yes, we only uh, employ people who are good with customers. Well, that's like Bush and I. We have to be with that on the radio as well. So Customer yeah. service, this job most of the time. <laughs> customer service. It, it, yeah, it's a great thing, isn't it? Customer service. Underco- undercurrent of pest control, but mainly customer service. <laughs> 
Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Now, as you know, our Hometime Chip Shop Tour is on next week. Edinburgh and now Sunderland uh, confirmed for Monday and Tuesday. But how do we judge the fish and chips themselves? This is where we are now going to one of the most respected and acclaimed chefs and restaurateurs in Britain today. Uh, It's Marcus Waring, judge on uh, MasterChef The Professionals as well. Uh, Marcus, thank you very much for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Now, what's been going on right now at this moment? Have you just been prepping potatoes? What what's, what food prep thing have we got going on in the background you've just done? Yeah, yeah. I've not been prepping them personally, but they have been in the kitchen. Uh, it's always in fine dining restaurants. We never have many potatoes lying around. But in my other restaurants, they do. There's always plenty of those. Uh, but uh, I've been busy preparing, getting ready for uh, my next cookery book and also preparing for the restaurant service. So it's full swing of things. I'm hoping that we have gone to the right person. Certainly you have an unrivaled pedigree, but as you've just said, mm. with the fine dining you're doing right now, is mm. there a place for fish and chips? <laughs> no, unfortunately there's not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know, hold, hold on, hold on. There's always been a place for fish and chips in my life. I'm from the northwest, so fish and chips are part of you know, going and getting a fish and chip supper was quite a treat. So um, I'm sort of been accustomed to it all my life. And it's interesting because some restaurants in London do do fish and chips very, very well and have done for many years. And it's a, it's a lovely dish when it's done well. Do you have to be by the coast to do good fish and chips, do you think, or not? I don't know. It, it, I think if on, it's the only sort of place where you get fish and chips in a wrapper. Uh, or you can actually sit outside and, you know, by the sea. So I think there's a little bit of nostalgia that the two things go together. But no, to be fair, you can have good fish and chips even in central London. So from a chef and a restaurateur, mm. what would you say, first of all, we should be looking at when we judge what's good about fish from a fish and chip shop? I think it, the quality of the fish, I think you, you, now when I was growing up, there's only a couple of choices, you know, haddock or cod. Now there's a lot more choice. And that is a nice thing as well. I think the most important thing is is that you can see the fish being cooked in front of you. The fresher the fish is, the better it's always going to be. Uh, beer batter is always one of my favourites. Oh. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I actually don't like it when the fish is enormous. Uh, I like to have everything sort of in proportion so I can enjoy a good fish, a good portion uh, of potatoes. And, of course, you've got to have some mushy peas in there as well, surely. Good man. Do you know what? I, I have mushy peas. I have a big problem, though, with my other half, Katie, who's from Northumberland, who has gravy on her fish and chips. What's your view on that? <laughs> You need to sort that out. That's not, that's not, no, 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 no. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy. Next it'll be curry sauce. I know, imagine. <laughs> End of days, broken Britain, Marcus. Right, that is judging the fish sorted. Let's stick on Kings of Leon. Marcus, we'll be back in a sec and we need to discuss what makes the perfect chip. Right, it's on hold. Got to ask him about the chip index. I'm not, I'm not. Tell him about the chip he's index. Not, he's a proper chef. I'm not talking to him. No. Imagine getting endorsement off of Marcus Waring for the chip index. No, it's embarrassing. I'm not talking about it. Let's make him do it next. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Kings of Leon on Hometime. Sex on Fire. It's Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Tuesday night, the Fish and Chip Shop Tour is on next week. And the great and the good are getting involved. Marcus Waring speaking to us uh, this evening. Uh, Master Chef, the professionals uh, judge, and now given up. Tips about how to mark. Uh, we've got Marcus, who's still on the phone. You've given us the formula for the perfect cod, then, mate. But what should we be looking for in the chips when we visit these places? I think that always one of the hardest things with the chips, especially from a fish and chip shop, is keeping them nice and crispy and crunchy. And um, of course, the minute you fry them and wrap them in a paper, is always going to have a bit of a problem keeping that crunchiness. But the best way to do that is almost to sort of triple cook them. 
uh, and uh, you know dropping them in the fryer lightly, cooking them through, doing it again, turning the temperature up, and then doing it one more time. I think there's one chef that brought triple cooked chips into into this country and delivered it absolutely on the bottom. That's Heston. He's the man that sorted out the science behind the good chip, and they stay crisp. That's the key. I can't believe I'm just giving a credit to another chef. <laughs> I think that's why we're all stunned. <laughs> I'm a little bit, but I have to give credit where it's due. Where I come from, you have a fish and chip pan or a chip pan, and you dip, you dip them in and you take them out when they're cooked. My old man still has a chip pan, uh, and he will not have chips any other way. Well, you mean an old-fashioned 1970s yeah. government safety advert, there's a fire, put a wet tea towel on it, chip pan. You should not have one, but yes, he does, and he won't cook chips any other way. And trust me, he fills it to the brim, and he eats the bloody, and he, and he eats a lot. <laughs> now we might lose you with this next thing that I'm going to pitch, but uh, right. as as novices ourselves, we've tried to devise a way of judging a fish and chip shop, and I have come up with the chip index, which I'd like to maybe try and explain to you quickly right now. Mm. The idea behind this was to get one figure that would be comparable with all the other chip shops. And the way that we devise the chip index is thus. First off, you'd mark the fish out of ten. You would then multiply that with a mark for the chips out of ten. Stay with us, Marcus. You'd then multiply that out of five with how many condiments are supplied for free by the chip shop. You would then multiply again, this time with a possible maximum of two, as to whether there's a battered sausage ready to go in the chip shop. <laughs> Have you two been drinking? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure whether I should pitch the last two. Have you had a sipple? Too many today. <laughs> you, I've got to say, you've lost me on this one. Pulling <laughs> <laughs> out. Marcus Waring distances himself from the chip index. Uh, Marcus, listen, it's been brilliant to have you on. What's, what's your next project? You're a very busy man. You've got lots of stuff going on. What's next for you? I've just uh, completed the, the photography for my next book. It's going to be called Marcus Every Day, which comes out from HarperCollins uh, in September this year. And I start filming MasterChef again, the new series of professionals that will come out at the end of the year. And, of course, the most important thing to me is the running of my three restaurants, so Gilbert Scott, uh, Treadwell's in Covent Garden, of course, my main restaurant, Marcus, at the Barclay Hotel. So busy, busy everywhere, and, of course, I've got to pay attention to the wife and the three kids. They're the most important people <laughs> to me, so they're number one priority. So it's a lot going on, but it keeps me keeps me ticking. I love it. Well, we'll let you get back to them right now. Marcus Waring, thank you very much. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, their tariff promise means no price hikes mid-contract, giving you peace of mind. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Now, in other news, my friend Libby, my good friend Libby, who's a very artistic, creative person, uh, we're all very excited for her. She's starting up her own business. Oh, that's brave. And I love that. A lot of people doing self-employed stuff at the moment, which I think is a great thing. Uh, Her and uh, her husband, John, who I went to school with in Torquay, were over at the weekend. Uh, She's telling us about it. She's all excited. Uh, She's going to be selling, in this little business shop thing, uh, decorations that she's made, handmade, out of felt. As in, like, the old fuzzy felt stuff? A bit like fuzzy felt, uh, let's say, mobiles for children's bedrooms, nice. Christmas decorations, all out of felt. And she's about to go to company's house and register the business and everything, great. But she's got a problem. She's had a complete mental block when it comes to coming up with a name for her business. And I was like, do you know what? Leave it to me. The Absolute Radio hometime listeners are a good bunch. <laughs> they are. They'll come up with a good pun-based felt name... <laughs> For her business. Now, she has agreed over a coffee 
on Sunday that she will go with a good name if the Absolute Radio Hometime listeners come up with it. There's a lot riding on it. There is a lot riding on it. Now, obviously, there's an area with this, as we can see from the fact that it's felt, which I'm concerned about, and I think a couple of tweets and texts have already come in because this is on Facebook at the moment, which would back up that fear. But I just would say, don't ruin it for yourselves, Okay. Whoever felt it, dealt it. That's not bad. Thank <laughs> you. It's, it's, it's an interesting take on the uh, playground classic. I feel like you're starting them off on the wrong footing here, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to literally take this name to company's house. So, look, I, I'm vouching for you lot here, Richie included. Don't let me or her down. We need a name for Libby's felt business. Felt warehouse. The felt warehouse. <laughs> So that is probably the most... Boulevard. Felt Boulevard, the most menacing thing I've ever heard in my life. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. The light that Tom Walker's leaving on question for you, Richie. I will leave the light on. Has it got an extractor fan or not? It hasn't because I thought it was the landing. Very good point. And not many landings have an extractor fan. This is Home Time with Bush and Richie. We've had probably maybe one or two coffees too many, I think, a little bit. It's all got a bit ridiculous in here. Honestly, just coffee. Just coffee. Actually, Marcus Waring was uh, insinuating that we'd been on the, the turps earlier he on. He did, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, but look, we're talking about this. My friend Libby's setting up a business where she's making felt decorations that you can buy. It's brilliant, very excited for her. She's agreed to go with whatever company name that you guys come up with. Never felt better. That's good, isn't it? It's from Nick in Hartford. Uh, Bobby Watts says, felt bigger than it looked. <laughs> Thank you for... Oh, Bobby. <laughs> oh. John Bones says, Vanessa Feltz. The only caveat is that Libby will have to change her name. I felt your presence from Stephen Stratford of There's good. only so many you can read. Really, there really is. Keep the suggestions coming in on Facebook. We've got Goo Goo, Goo Dolls next. <laughs> like with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, giving you peace of mind with no nasty bill surprises. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, I, I quite like this. Heartfelt moments. Ah, oh, That's from uh, Billy. Uh, down a musical theme, Rosie Thornton says, what about the Felt Fighters? That's good. That's not bad, is it? Uh, felt Like It, from Ray. Uh, Richard Bowell, also, cracking surname, also has gone down the musical route. He says, what about Felt Like Teen Spirit? That's good as That's well. That's really good. Uh, Grin and Felt It, from Angie. Simon, again, menacing Felt Chair. Not sure about that one. <laughs> and mine says, what about the felt shop, boys? <laughs> She's got plenty to choose from. Lucky you, Libby. Lucky you. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. I think it's called Diablo juggling. Well, that thing when you flow or swing around flaming balls yes, on the beach. Yes, because Diablo, I think, is Latin for the devil. Richie... Again, we're work on a working tile for this particular thing. I'm not 100% sure you've backed that up with scientific <laughs> facts. sure. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Please clarify. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. It's the podcast. Has a 